What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Season 18, Episode 5. This is Writing Excuses. An interview with Mary Robinette Cole. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Mary Robinette. I'm Don Juan. I'm Aaron. I'm Dan. And I'm driving. My name's Howard Taylor, and I get to lead this interview of my friend, Mary Robinette Kowal. Hi. Um, <laughs> Mary Robinette, I remember meeting you at Worldcon in, gosh, was it Montreal? It was World Fantasy, but yes. Was it World Fantasy? I'm pretty sure it was World Fantasy. It was World something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Worldcon because that was the year that I got to be in the People versus George Lucas movie. Um, okay. But we we podcasted and episode 3.14 was uh, Mary Schools, Brandon, Dan, and Howard about using puppets to teach us how to write. That was, that was when I met you. But that mm-hmm. is not... When you started, you have done a bazillion things, and I know that one of them is puppetry, and another is teaching your cat to talk with buttons. Where did you come from? <laughs> where did you even? Where did I even? So I, um, I was actually an art major in college, um, art education with a minor in theater and speech, because being one of those kids who wanted to do everything. 
that was the closest I could get to doing all the things I wanted to do. (laughs) The everything major. Yes, the everything major. Um, I was firmly convinced. So before that, I was firmly convinced that I was going to be a veterinarian specializing in in cats. Um, And then uh, looked at my math grades uh, and actually just looked at my grades in general. I was like, oh, hey, it turns out I'm good at art and went to college to do that. And I like I can render. Um, I have good technical chops that I have used outside of school. I've been an art director. Um, I've even illustrated some things. But I looked at the stuff that my friends were doing and realized that I had technique, but I didn't actually have anything to say. And with puppets, I had both. I had the technique and I had things I wanted to say. I had I had a voice that was specific to me. And um and fell in love with that and chased it and did that for 20 plus years. And somewhere along the the way, um also started writing again because I had stopped. And um and again had that moment of, oh, not only is this fun for me, but but there are there are things I want to say. Um, it, it's very much the uh, you know storyteller with any any tool you'll give me. But some of them I have more things to say than others. That is fascinating to me because I feel like. Well, you and I are clearly very different people because I feel like if I've got something to say and I have technique, then I've got something to say using that technique. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen your art and was I, you drew a picture on a tablet at one point when we were in Chicago. I remember looking at it and thinking, why are you not just doing this? You've got so many wonderful things to say and clearly you've got mad art chops. Why don't you say them that way? And so that. I don't understand that. I'm not denying that it's a thing, but I just don't understand it. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense to me either, honestly. Um, I don't know. Elsie, however, does have things to say. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you a question, Mary Robinette. Um, Was there a specific uh, moment or project or story that helped crystallize for you um, either, you know, visual art is not for me or puppetry is for me because of that. I have something I want to say. Is there anything specific attached or is it more broad than that? It's, it's broader. Um, some of it is the, um, you know, the, the, the difference in where I am in my life, I guess. Um, but with the, I mean, with the the writing, I, I very clearly remember that I was um, when I came back to it. I, my niece and nephew had moved to China with my with my brother. Skype was not yet a reliable thing, so you know I started writing the story for them. And if you if you go back pretty far into uh, into episodes, you can find a thing where we do a deep dive on. Um, on an outline for, uh, for I think I was calling it Two Ordinary Children or, or Journey to the East. I can't remember which. 
Um, but it, it's the novel that, I, that that brought me back to writing. And I remember that I was starting to uh, to write this thing as a serial for my niece and nephew. And I thought, well, you know, I'll just I'll just write an episode and I'll kind of choose your own adventure my way through it. And that I was I was starting to think about what happened next and starting to wonder where the story was going and that I wanted to know what happened next. And that was this moment of going, oh, I, I think I have something here. And, and, and that, that curiosity, that wonder that what's, you know, what, what's, what's the next thing? What's the, what, what's the surprise? And for whatever reason, when I, when I draw, when I paint, um, I love it. I really, it's very satisfying, but it is not surprising for me. There's no, there's no curiosity about what's the next thing around the corner for me. I think that is such a wonderful way to think about it. And, and I'm so glad, uh, you know, that, that you expressed it that way. Uh, I, one thing that I always encourage people against is this idea of comparison. You know, that moment you had where you, you looked at the stuff that your friends were creating. And what I thought you were going to say is, and I could see they were so much better than me. And that's not what you said. And that's a really important difference. What you said is that you found your voice and your excitement in a different style of art. And so I don't want people out there to, you know, just get discouraged and stop doing one thing. But the way you did it instead is you got very encouraged by something new and exciting and followed that passion, which is such a, a better way of, of making that decision. Yeah, and like I... As I said, I, I use I use those skills. It it has framed the way I approach things. Um, I still take enormous satisfaction from it. It's just I get more satisfaction from other things. I, I have I have stories to tell that I you know the the tools for me are better with with puppets and with with uh, fiction. You know, you're you're exploring all these different media, you're exploring all these techniques. Do you find that it's almost necessary for you to jump to another thing to sort of refill your creative tank to sort of get back to the writing side? Or is it all kind of orthogonal and incidental to each other? It's a, it, it, it depends. Um, mm-hmm. There's, um, and a lot of this is, uh, a, a new understanding of it. If if you had asked me this at the beginning of, you know, when I joined Writing Excuses, I'm, I'm sure I would have answered it differently, but I don't know how I would have answered it. Because at the time, I didn't understand that I had ADHD. And one of the things that uh, that that helps is is the new. Like, I'm drawn to the new. And in hindsight, it's like, oh, that's why I had a very successful career in theater, because theater is, everything is, it's constantly moving to a new show, you know, and you do that show and you get really good at it, and then the season is over and you go to a new show, or you're doing a television show and it's a different, you know, each episode is different, you have to learn this technique and and that for this particular thing. So it was constantly, new was constantly happening. And with the writing, I think that's one of the reasons that I, I keep moving genre 
is because that's some of where that newness comes for me. Um, but I also, one of the other things for me that that is a driver, and again, it's like, oh, in hindsight, um, is the challenge. And so the the refilling of the well, it's less about going to something else to to refill the the well and more about finding something new to challenge me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes that's the, I'm going to take my friend's advice and try to write this book without an outline. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes it's, you know, I'm going to learn to make a Regency gown that is entirely hand-sewn. Oh, wow. Okay, and on that terror-inducing note, uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break for the thing of the week, and then we're going to come back, and uh, uh, I got some cool questions queued up. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to talk about The Monsters We Defy by Leslie Penelope. So I met Leslie um, through a friend of a friend and uh, was told this person is great. And then uh, and then I was like, you know, I'd like to, and, and correct, Leslie is fantastic and extremely talented and very smart. And then I was like, let me, let me read this person's fiction. Um, and so I listened to The Monsters We Defy. It is such a good audiobook. So it is um, Prohibition, Black Washington, heist novel with ghosts. It is so, it's so good. The heist is so beautifully structured. Like, I spent a lot of time looking at how to construct a heist, and this one is so just exquisitely handled there's the assembling of the team beats and i love all of the teams there's the there's the there's at every heist there's a twist and the twist is it it's just so so cleverly handled and moving in the way that it's handled it's like i can't tell you about it but you need to listen to this book it's also really well narrated um it is smart it is moving it's funny um it's dealing with generational trauma it's dealing with uh fashion it's dealing with magic and ghosts and uh, i love it a lot i keep talking about it on kind of everything i go on so this is uh the monsters we defy by leslie penelope i have a question about the toolbox, because mm. Mary Robinette, you have you have thrown so many tools at us during the last decade or so. Um, you know the the mice quotient. Obviously, we come back to a lot. Uh, the axes of power that uh, you've talked about a little more recently. Um, discussions of creation of tension. Discussions of the way uh, learning to read things aloud changes the way you write. Um, do you have a go-to favorite when you're stuck? When you fall back on craft, what's the first tool you reach for? Yes, but no and. Um, because almost always when I am stuck. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were yes, but no anding my question. But I'm like, this isn't enough. <laughs> the worst yes. improv tool ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's going to be my yes. new response when I get interviewed in like someone else's podcast. <laughs> Just <laughs> it sounds like a name. Yes, yeah. but no end. Mary <laughs> <laughs> Robinette, please continue. Uh, yes, but <laughs> no. Um, okay, so. The reason that I, I said yes, but no, and is that almost always when I'm stuck, 
it's because of the, okay, but what is the next thing that's supposed to happen next? It's, it's, it's usually I have a general idea of the scene um, and I'm in the scene and, and I'm like, oh, this is okay. Where's, but where's, what's the, uh. and so, um, so I, I look at what my character is trying to accomplish. So I guess in many ways that the actual answer is that I go back to my theater roots. I'm like, but what's my motivation? Um, and then once I've got the motivation, it's the question of, uh, does, does she succeed at this thing? And it's going to be, yes, she succeeds, but there's a negative consequence. Um, or, uh, no, she doesn't succeed and there's a negative consequence. And then more recently, when I am in the latter part of the book, uh, realizing that the but and the and represent directions of progress. So, um, yes is closer to the goal, but is a reversal. And is continued motion. So yes, and gets me closer to the goal. So it's yes, and a bonus action. And um, that has helped me uh, so many times when I'm, I'm kind of trying, to, fig- trying to, to inch forward towards the ending. It's reaching for that has been, has been very useful in a scene, especially if it's like something is coming too easily for the character. Um, or it's, or it's coming, it's too hard. I can like, okay, you can, you can adjust, adjust direction of, of action. Okay. Who else has questions? Aaron. I'm curious. Yes. What, uh, the, so you have all these amazing tools and I'm curious if there's anything you wish you had a tool for, but you haven't yet figured out something that you're, you're working towards figuring. Um, yeah. That's a great question. Um, so, and I'm sitting here. Uh, what, what for? For the people who do not have the video feed, I'm staring into the middle distance as I think about the novel that I am writing right now. Um, I I wish that. So, huh. A thing that I have been thinking about a lot recently, which which I will talk about later in the season, is the difference between conflict and tension. And I wish I had a set of tools for talking about tension that is not conflict based, and how to how to manipulate it. I'm starting to kind of be able to identify it and and some of the tools to to manipulate it but it is still such a new concept to me because so much of my training as a writer has been story must have conflict and i've i've been coming to realize that a story must have tension and that conflict is the easiest way to teach that but that i don't think that it has to have conflict so like one of the things that I'm actually trying to do in this book is have people, is have the conflict come from the cooperation or have the tension come from the cooperation. It, it, and it's, it is such like, it is, it is working, 
but I don't have a toolbox for it. And and I'm definitely feeling myself my my way through it, and am looking forward to being at a point where I can reverse engineer it and can reverse engineer what other people are doing. Like I can tell that other people, it's like, okay, this is a subverted expectation. What what are the dials for setting up that expectation? What's the point at which you subvert it? Well, does it matter which direction? that you do the subvert, you know, like when, when you, when you veer off of the expectation, does it matter which direction you go? How do you control that? Like, I really, I'm, ex- I'm, that, that's the, that's for me, the, the toolbox set that I am excited to, to get my, my hands on next. Let that's me know so when cool. you've got that one labeled. <laughs> I love watching your process, Mary Robinette, because, and this reminds me of like, there's a thing that the physicist Richard Feynman said at some point about, you don't truly understand a concept until you can teach it to a freshman seminar. Yeah. And I see you over and over again, tackle these new ideas, these new techniques, these new things, and like watching you sort of figure out how to internalize it, how to do it, and then how to explain it to other people seems to be the cycle that I see you go through. And it's always really exciting just to watch that and participate in it and end up getting to reap the benefits of, of the result uh, at the end there. My dad says that, that actually what I am is an engineer, really. Um, and he's, he's sad that I didn't go into programming. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the world is happy that I did not. <laughs> there is a computer somewhere that is very sorry that it's not running a Mary Robinette Coal program, but it's not running one, so it's unable to speak to us. So, meh. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Hey, you have some that, homework for us? I do. What I want you to think about is I want you to think about the skills that your non-writing life has given you. I talk a lot about the stuff that I've brought from puppetry. Uh Dan has talked about the stuff that he's brought from from doing, you know, audio, which is granted still writing, but it is the non-writing aspect. Howard talks about the stuff that he gets from drawing. Dongwan and Aaron are going to be talking about these things as well as we go through the season. So think about your own life. What is a lens that you have that gives you a tool set that is exciting to play with in your writing? Thank you very much, Mary Robinette. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. For this episode, your hosts were Mary Robinette Kowal, Dong Wan Song, Aaron Roberts, Dan Wells, and Howard Taylor. This episode was engineered by Marshall Carr Jr. and mastered by Alex Jackson. For more information, visit writingexcuses.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.